Hi, and thank you for joining the podcast today. Today, I'm going to talk about uh, relationships and being alone, because a lot of people have a hard time being alone, and they feel that they are outside the dating world or outside a relationship, and they believe and they think that they want a certain thing, but they've never really clarified what it is that they want, or they're looking for a relationship or someone to fill their void. And so, as you know, we talk a lot about dating apathy and not being able to find the right person and all these really interesting things like ghosting and breadcrumbing. And what I want to talk about is something that people usually aren't comfortable hearing. They don't want to be alone. But I think it's better to be alone and to level up with yourself than to be somebody's puppet or something you don't want to be. It's better to be alone than to be settled, I mean, or settle into something that you're really not comfortable being in. The person isn't just the right fit. It's just in the meantime. And a lot of people get used because someone is with them because they are just in the meantime. And I think we all know the difference between a relationship that is healthy and rooted And it typically comes when we have standards for ourselves, high standards that we set for ourselves instead of just being with someone so we're not alone. And when the person that we have dated or we have slept with or whatever is happening, because most of the time, you know, early on, somebody shows us who they are. And so... What's really interesting is how you perceive yourself and how you perceive yourself in the world changes the way that you act in it. So it's going to come down to self-awareness. Are you aware of yourself? Are you aware of how you act? Are you aware of what you need? And are you aware of how you perceive a relationship and what you expect from another person? And I know that Many times people say, my God, some of the things that you say when you talk about relationships seem counterintuitive to what we're doing. But here's what I do find is when you act out of fear or panic or you push against what is, if you're being impatient, the results that are achieved are typically not what you want. When someone is showing you who they are, believe them. When they tell you who they are, believe them. When they've just dated somebody for a couple of years, like a recent client said to me, and the person was never really going to be into that person, but the other person was being led on. And that other person got hurt. And they said, well, I kept telling him it wasn't going to be anything. But they also knew that they really wanted that. They wanted it to become something. So they participated in something with another person, even though they knew that person wanted something more. And so we say, well, I told them, but you also knew that they were hoping there would be more. And And I've heard people say to me, yeah, but that's on them. Yeah, but it's also on you because you participated. So you have to be willing to let people go. You have to be willing to choose yourself over the need for another person.
Because love isn't about need or filling your void or the voids or needs of others. It's simply about love. And I say, love just loves. And many people say to me, what does that mean? Well, think about what you just asked me. What do you mean love just loves? Well, what is love to you then? Because love doesn't do anything. If we go back to the biblical spiritual quote, love is patient and kind, and we look at that, is your love patient and kind? Typically, it's greedy. And we're looking for somebody to fill a void within us. Or we believe that we need to fill a void for somebody else. And I've been guilty of that too. I do things that are typically out of character for myself, you know, by being present or giving too much because I think somebody needs something and they don't need it at all. And then I'm angry with myself and I'm embarrassed and ashamed because I'm thinking, you know, what was I doing? That was ridiculous. And so I've learned to just lean back. It's okay to lean back and allow the relationship to unfold, get to know the person. And it's okay. Everybody's going to be okay if it doesn't work. I think for most of us who have lived more than 35 years and, and, and some people even younger, they know it's all okay. So when we become self-aware and when we teach our workshops, the very first thing, and, and Paul Lissonero is the one that said, I think self-awareness comes first when we were putting this together. And Annalie and I thought about it with her and we said, you know what, you're right. Because if we are not willing to become self-aware, if we are not going to examine our thoughts, our behaviors, our habits, our patterns, then we are going to allow ourselves to be treated in in a specific way. But if we do examine ourselves, we then have the opportunity to choose different standards. We can say, you know, I think I've sort of set that bar a little low, you know, could it be any lower? And you're going to, you're going to bump it up. And this means that your standards are things that you are going to hold within yourself. And I don't want to use the word expectation, but it is going to be what you expect. Or how about allow? Only specific things in our life with regard to relationships. And those things, as you know, can go pear-shaped very quickly when you think you're in love. When somebody pulls back, let them. Let them go. You can speak your truth. You can ask them what they need. And, and if what they give back to you is not satisfactory, let them go. Practice letting go of the things that you fear to lose the most. I know Yoda said that, but so did Buddha. And so let the person do what they need to do. But more so, allow yourself to practice the art of letting go of what you think you want and need. And let that teach you something about yourself and what you truly want and need. Because you think, well, no, I, what you are looking for is that person's love and attention to fulfill you. And that means that you're constantly giving your power away. Because if that somebody is serving up what you don't want and need, you know you can choose to not accept it. You don't like their behavior. You don't like their inconsistency. You don't like the things, the hard things, the things that you know are unacceptable to you the way that they don't communicate with you. 
Because when you believe you're in love, it can twist your mind into a shape and a pattern of what you thought soon becomes something that you would never have settled for, but you believe, no, I've got to have this. I've got to have this person. This is the end all be all. And so now you've created a different shape and a different pattern. And you begin to believe things and do things that are really against what you truly want. You see, there's always a lesson when we're in a relationship. So when we're acting out of character and that can happen, they can trigger us, pull things out of us that we typically wouldn't think or say or, or behave in a specific way. You see, all of a sudden we say, my God, this isn't even who I am. Who have I become? And we're trying so hard to get that person's attention and love. Really what we need to do is walk away from that. And you have to choose to act in ways that are going to align with your standards. And these are standards of conduct. They are feelings. They are morals and values. In other words, what you will accept and what you will allow and what you will not are going to be determined by how you create your standards for yourself. And then standards create a state of mind. And a state of mind creates a specific energy field that you exude and people are attracted to it or they're repelled by it. And so when you do this and you truly hold this within you, you're going to feel more confident. And when you feel confident, you feel happy. There was a Chinese fortune that I received one day and it said the happiest people are the best people and the best people are the happiest people. And when you feel happier and confident, this spreads into every relationship in your life. You exude that confidence and happiness. It isn't manufactured, but it's true and it's genuine unto yourself. You just have to be courageous and fearless, knowing that in being yourself, everything that you want and need will come. And you can still love people and you can still wish them well. And I wouldn't really waste my time hating people. And if you do, please try and keep that short. Because the person that that affects is you. You wear that energy. That becomes your mindset. That becomes your energy signature. So acting out of fear, and that's what's happening. It's the fear of rejection when we hate on somebody and we resent somebody because they didn't get, they just aren't capable of giving you what you want or they don't want to. They're not your person. Why are you fighting for that? And you're going to say, because I feel a certain way. They didn't make you feel that. You felt that in reaction to something. And that's what you need to look at. It generated a feeling within you. So when you act out of fear and you're settling for less, what does this mean? It reflects your mindset. So you can't change just your behavior. You have to change your thoughts and your feelings and your beliefs about yourself. Otherwise, you're going to rationalize the negative things as being okay. And then that spreads into every other relationship in your life. That becomes your mindset. And that keeps you on the roller coaster or the looping of the same habits and patterns. And basically, you're somebody's puppet. And you need to cut those puppet strings. You know, Stuart Wilde said, rip the needle out of their arm. Because they get fed to the drug with you reacting, with you resisting, and resistance creates persistence. Let go. 
Don't let somebody be that important when you truly don't love. You're just in chemical reaction mode. And boy, those chemicals are released and you are sure this is it. But is it? Look at your past relationships. When you look back, oh, most of us are like, I'm so glad I'm out of that. So you'll rationalize and think that your mediocre partner, the one that isn't to your standards, and forgive me if that sounds judgmental, but we have to use words. You're going to think this person is a great fit for you. You're going to say, well, they don't do this. They don't have a job, but they make me feel a certain way. We have great sex and they don't work. Or we have great sex and he or she makes a lot of money, but they don't call me very often. And you're going to struggle with that. Or he gives me or she gives me what I need, but they want to sleep with other people. Or they only want to see me, you know, once a week or once a month. And I don't want that. Well, then why are you settling? You see, those are red flags that come up. And we make excuses and we say, well, nobody's perfect. And do you think that they can grow to love me? Do you think it's going to change? Well, the answer is not if you're accepting what they're giving you. You need to move on. Stop looking at that phone, waiting for a text message. Stop looking at their social media. Get busy living your own life. Because as we make excuses to our friends and family members saying that nobody's perfect, pretty soon you're going to settle into something that doesn't even look anything like what you wanted or how you expected your person to be. But what it does reflect back to you is what you expect and what you accept. So you have to be willing to be hard on yourself and examine yourself and scrutinize yourself and be aware that you're afraid to be alone. You're afraid to not be loved. You're afraid maybe you're not lovable. Fill in the blank. You see, it's okay to be alone. And I tell you, it's much better to be alone and find out what you need than to settle for someone who is well below your standards. And this can often ruin your life. So remember, you get what you tolerate. You're teaching people how to treat you. All right. So ask yourself this question and then write the answer down next to it. What is it in your life that you've tolerated that you do not want to put up with anymore? Then write down next to what you won't tolerate or you don't want to tolerate or what you've tolerated, why you believe you've tolerated it. Start writing your beliefs down or have a conversation with yourself when you're driving home. Start with, I've tolerated these things because I believed that I had to, because, and then fill in the blank. You'll constantly be at battle with yourself and your quality of life and your environment as long as you keep choosing the same thing. And so we have to become self-aware. You have to do the work. Doing the work is the only way to get from point A to point B. And in our workshops, we don't want to deal with people that don't want to do the work. Show up and do the work because you're, you're going to change your life. We will not enable people that don't do the work. 
You can listen to this podcast right now and think, wow, what a bunch of rubbish and turn it off. And you can listen to this podcast and you can say, you know what, I'm going to start thinking about what I need to do. And then I'm actually going to do it because when our next, for example, when people say to me, okay, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. And before their next session, if I have to ask them, have they done the work? Are you bringing something to me that we can work with? And they say, no, I didn't have the time to do it. I don't do the session. They have to bring something to me of substance. They have to participate in our classes. They have to show up. They have to show us that they are as invested as we are. Because that's what it took me, Paula, Analia, individually and collectively to change our lives. You've got to bring something of substance to the table. And I can always tell if somebody hasn't done a damn thing. And they just want me to sit and listen to their problems. And I'm telling you, do the work. Because when you change, everything changes. And if you don't change, nothing changes. When we allow the influence of, for example, social norms, the influence of other people, what's on TV, uh, what's on social media, coworkers, friends to influence us and to think it, they, they influence us to think and, and they influence us to act in ways that don't really represent ourselves and who we are, then we're just another carbon copy. We're just that puppet. Are we not? You see, we teach the world how to treat us and we show the world what we will tolerate and what we absolutely won't tolerate if we can live from who we believe and know that we are. And you might say, well, some people believe their, themselves to be and they, you know, that's none of your business what somebody else believes. What do you believe about yourself? Focus there. Because if you're busy looking at somebody else judging them, that tells us a lot about you. You judge yourself. You think that you act. We're trying to get you to a place where you know. And the next question I ask people is, how do you view yourself? Tell me a little bit about yourself. If you had to describe yourself to me in the situation in your life today, what do you identify with? Do you see yourself as weak? Do you see yourself as strong? Do you see yourself as a victim to your past, to your parents, to your childhood, to your experiences? Do people always screw you over? Do you never get what you want? This is your energy signature. This is what you identify with, and it's what you exude in your energy field. You don't even realize it, but you act like this, and then this is how people see you, and this is how they treat you, because they're giving you exactly what you believe you deserve and who you believe yourself to be, so you have the ability to change that, and that's why we do workshops. This is why we do sessions. This is why we show up to help you change your life. And in the meantime, we are also working on ourselves constantly. And we do fall, we do trip up, but we do get back up and we, and we admit it. Jordan Peterson, who's um, a pretty controversial author and psychologist, encouraged people to stand up straight with their shoulders back. That's what Jordan says. And I tell my clients all the time, straighten your spine. It's a simple room rule. And it's got astounding consequences because when you position your body with confidence, you begin acting with confidence. You act the way you're thinking and you're feeling. Have you ever gone to a party and you're in a great mood and you walk in 
and you've got your spine erect. You're in a good place. You're feeling good about yourself. And there's an energy in the party where everybody seems to be on a bummer or it's a lower energy. So what happens? Two things. It either causes you to leave, or at least it causes me to blow out of there, or you don't like it. And your energy begins to affect other people around you and you can change it. So you begin to change the energy in the room. If you have more predominant positive energy or their energy is so low, you blow out, but you are aware you walk in and you're aware because you own who you are. I feel good. You walk in and you go, wow, this doesn't feel good. You have the opportunity to leave or change it or to become it. But you have to be aware because you're going to realize that this is what you're feeling. So you shift it or you leave. And you might say, well, what do I do about work? I walk in and it's always a low vibration. You're going to have to work to make your energy more powerful, stronger. You're going to have to visualize and hold the intention that other people are going to feel that and your light shines to them. You change the energy. You have the choice. Either Otherwise, what do you do? Well, you quit your job and you go somewhere else. But if you walk into that next job and you've got the same problems, it's probably you. You get what you tolerate. You become what you think. People act, treat, and behave differently around someone who is confident and capable. Not arrogant, but confident. Their behavior will mirror and confirm that to you. It will say to you, you're indeed confident and capable. And when you begin to feel this over and over again, and you practice this, what are you doing? You're creating a new cycle. Practice and consistency make you become who you believe you are. So for many of you, it's time to start believing something new. I know that I have to practice this a lot. I have to change things up. So if you're constantly assessing the men or the women that you've gone on dates with or you've met or you have yet to meet, wondering, how am I going to connect with them? How am I going to keep it going? How am I going to get them to recognize me? How can I change myself to be what they might want? You're most likely not sure about what you want. All you have to do is show up and be yourself and really have a genuine, authentic interest in getting to know them. You're most likely not sure about what it is that you want either, or you probably need and want attention and not connection. Know what you want. You were not going to be happy being anything other than yourself. And no one wants to date a person who's trying to be something that they're not. And you have to be aware of that. You, you might've really connected with this person and they might not be interested in you, or you don't really connect with this person, but you don't want to be alone. Pay attention. It doesn't work and it doesn't last if you're trying to be something that you're not. So focus on being the best person you can be. Joe Dispenza says, would you date you? And that's a really good thing to ask. Would you date yourself? When you know the things that interest you and when you discover what your values are, you're going to find yourself going in the right direction and attracting more and more of that. People that are going in the direction that you're going in will automatically come to you. That's how you know you're heading in the right direction with your relationships. So don't be afraid to be alone. Learn about yourself. Because when you do, 
When you establish those things firmly, you will attract for yourself by taking the action to engage with other people who have the same types of interests. So where's your focus? Is it in your faith, in your spirituality, fitness? Are you doing fitness because you're trying to impress people or do you really care about your health and being in shape? Do you help others? Do you care about others? Are those things important to you? And what are your standards? And if things aren't going well for you in dating, why are you choosing people that are beneath your standards anyway? Why do you continually attract the same people? And if you come to me and you keep asking me, why do I attract the same people to myself? I don't want that. Stop talking about what you don't want. We got it. Learn from what you don't want to create what you want. Keep your standards high. Even when things aren't going well, empower yourself by rejecting and saying no to what you don't want. Don't be afraid to be alone. So when things don't seem to be going your way, keep moving forward, even though it's hard, because you're going to know the direction and you're not going to miss your mark. You won't. You know where you're headed because you have created standards. So make a promise to yourself. Many women, actually many men and women sleep with each other and they have no clue where the relationship is going or they're not comfortable moving forward that quickly. And they do it anyway because they're trying to keep the guy or the girl. And it doesn't go well because you dropped your barriers. If someone isn't willing to take the time to get to know you and to understand you, you have no business settling into something because they're always going to know they can walk on you because they take something from you and that actually you gave it to them. And that something is your self-respect. It's your standards. So make a promise to yourself that your standards and you come first and you'll attract the people that hold the same intention and do it without fear. Be courageous for yourself. Keep your word to yourself. Respect yourself. Stay aligned with your values. And every time you do that, your body remembers. This is what begins to shape you and shape your reality and your experiences. And in the face of being alone, it's better to be alone and lonely than to forge through building yourself internally than to be with someone that you don't really want to be with. And you know that you shouldn't be with them because you know why you've settled. Not being yourself destroys your self-respect. It turns you inside out because you know you're not being yourself. So keep your standards and keep them high. And in doing so, you won't fall outside of your potential. Anyway, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and please make the world a better place.